0: The Dark Knight of Gotham City begins his war on crime with his first major enemy being Jack Napier, a criminal who becomes a clownishly homicidal Joker. This is the first film in the Tim Burton-Joel Schumacher universe. This episode of Still Holds Up, we're talking about Batman 1989. Let's get into it.
1: Don't kill me!
0: Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me.
1: What are you?!
0: I'm Batman. Hi, Max. How you doing? Doing great. How's your day? What have you been up to?
1: Uh, you know, the usual, but I'm really excited to jump into this Batman talk, one of my favorite movies growing up.
0: There's there's a lot of movies that have changed the course of the way movies have been done, and this is definitely one of them. This changed the course of how, I believe, superhero movies would be done. Because back, oh, yeah. back then, I mean, it was, you know, the gold standard was Superman. You know, Superman 1, Superman 2, then they fell off on 3 and 4, but that was pretty much the gold standard. And then even back then, I mean, if you compare it to what was around, it it wasn't an impressive list. Let me pull this up really fast so we can look at it. Let me put this in the list of order that it came out. You're Uh, you're being kind. I'm going to be very kind.
1: That list is pretty brutal. (laughs) Let's
0: start from 1980 really fast. So this is the competition that Batman had. You've got Hero at Large um, that came out in 1980, not really too familiar with uh, Puma Man. Nope. Uh, Flash Gordon, I know it's your favorite. I love that. He, I, was, he was a quarterback of the Jets in
1: the movie. I'm a huge Jets fan. Okay, you got And I heard you didn't haven't watched it, so we're definitely going to do that yeah. as one of the episodes. I
0: want to watch it. So then you have arguably the best Superman movie, Superman Two. Yep. Um, most like probably the Donner cut would be the one. Um, then you got Popeye. Uh, <laughs> Condor Man yeah interesting Swamp yeah. Thing I like Swamp
1: Thing I like the little TV show that came off of that TV movie yeah um, so I have nothing against Swamp Thing I okay. thought it was okay
0: okay alright and then you got Tron which superhero movie I'm not too sure if we can call it that but and Tron was more I, I think Tron was more popular just because of the special effects that it was doing oh, uh, yeah. the story oh, yeah. I'm not too sure Jeff Bridges holds up in anything so of course. if uh, you got if you got Big Lebowski in your movie then you're pretty, <laughs> then you're pretty good to go All right, then you got the return of uh, Captain Invincible. Never heard of it. Superman 3. It's probably, in my opinion, probably the worst Superman movie there is. Hard pass. I love Richard Pryor, but what he's doing in a Superman movie does make no sense. Supergirl. I liked Supergirl when I was a kid. I haven't seen it recently. I'm pretty sure it probably doesn't hold up because these ratings aren't that great.
1: It'll definitely be an episode. I I know a lot of people have issues with it. At the time, I didn't, but... Let's when we get we're gonna to get to that.
0: Okay. Well, let me let me skim through these really fast. I you got the Toxic Avenger, Highlander, not a superhero movie. I love the Highlander though. Great movie. How the duck? That's cringe. Wrong in so many levels.
1: uh The girl, the duck.
0: Oh, but, you know, I don't Leah know. Thompson though.
1: Yeah, but it's a duck.
0: All right, Mr. India. I don't even know what to say about that. Robocop, not a superhero movie. <laughs> Superman 4 Masters of the Universe, uh, Incredible Hulk, The Toxic Avenger Part Two. So, anyways. You're going through this list, and there's really there's a couple things in there, but nothing that's like what we're about. Nothing to, groundbreaking. Yeah, nothing that we're about to see in the theaters in 1989. So, I don't know when I saw it. I can't tell you if I saw it where right when it came out. I can't tell you if I saw it on opening day. I can't tell you if I saw it like a couple weeks later. I can tell you that it was an event. Oh yeah. Uh, when I went and saw it, and it changed. It basically, that movie made me a DC fanboy when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Before that, it was Transformers. It was G.I. Joe's. Ninja I, Turtles. Ninja Turtles. I, uh, I'm not really sure when Ninja Turtles came out. might have came out a little bit later. Ghostbusters.
1: I know. That, those were for me.
0: Yeah. But I can tell you I was not—the comic book world hadn't grabbed me yet. But this movie started the whole trend. Like, you, this movie comes out. Then you get the Batman animated series. It comes out later. Then you're introduced to— um, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace. Yeah. It changes everything. And this changes so much that, like, back then, movies took, like, a year to come out, right? Yeah, on VHS. VHS, Oh, yeah. And so when I got that, it was another event. My mom went and she waited in front of, I think it was the warehouse, (laughs) and got it, got me a VHS player, put it in my uh, bedroom, and I think I only watched that for months on repeat. So (laughs) thanks, Mom. Anyway, so that's how important this Batman movie is. And a lot of controversy when first before it even comes out on... Who they picked to play Batman, who they picked to play Bruce Wayne, uh, Michael Keaton was not a favorite of anybody's, really. I think uh, DC Fanboys um, started a petition to DC and wow. to Warner Brothers, basically stating we don't want Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's not muscles. Michael Keaton's <laughs> not, you know, rigid enough. He's not, uh, you know, he's not a— He's actually like a typical action
1: hero for the times.
0: Not only that, but he's also not considered, like, this desirable dude, right? Like, yeah. is br- Bruce Wayne's supposed to be, like, a playboy on one side of the coin, and then the yeah. other side of the coin is supposed to be a super badass who knows how to kick everyone's ass. And, you know, that wasn't the case for Michael Keaton. No one saw Michael Keaton like that. They saw Mr. Mom. They saw a guy who's going to take care of his kids while his mom's at <laughs> work. It's a they good movie, though. It's a great movie. They didn't see that. So, when this movie came out, I'm pretty sure it shut everybody up. Uh, but reviews weren't that great when it did come out, which was crazy, because everybody, like, I seem like everybody loved it, but... Ebert gave it just two stars. Oh, ouch. Uh, he said it's a triumph of design over story, which I completely disagree with that, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it says, style over substance, a great-looking movie with a plot you can't care much about. That's hardcore. And then the Hollywood Reporter said, uh, this Batman is a stunning achievement, especially through the incredible and unique visualization of director Tim Burton. The film may, dis- uh, may be disappointing to those expecting a campy cartoon because it wasn't like the show from the 70s yeah, Adam West. yeah however although the more dramatic stylization of this version is its strongest asset so does that once again doesn't really talk about the story and the story once we actually had to take notes i found that it was actually more deeper than i remember as a kid there was a lot of little things in there oh of course yeah
1: i totally disagree with both their takes of course it did look great you know especially at the time some of the cgi they were doing in there absolutely but the the story was when you're watching it captivating enough for you to keep watching it it wasn't like oh this is just some you know ridiculous action movie only there's why yeah. is he doing this why is that there was not a lot of holes in there um so that i thought was a complete complete miss like i thought and this is me we it now as an adult like the story holds up fine it, it's not like it was one of those things that like, oh this is only going to cap- be captivating for a child right kind of kind of thing the other thing i i i um I noticed in those reviews is that he was deliberately mentioning that some people would be disappointed that it wasn't campy like that, that imagine today if, if Marvel or DC makes a movie that's kind of, you know, uh, Superman one or, or or Adam West campy people would be up in arms. It just shows you how much of a paradigm shift this movie has done in terms of hero movies and Hollywood in general. Yeah. You know, Uh, I mean, it, 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 you can think of making a comic book movie now campy. It has to be gritty and dark to an extent.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't make it campy, especially the way the kids' minds are right now. Like, everything's yeah. got to be really fast-paced. There's got to be a lot of stuff happening on, on screen in order to capture their attention. But, no, I agree with you 100%. Um, here's, a, here's a couple fun facts. Um, Robin Williams was—some this. Some of these fun facts I found on IMDb. Uh, Robin Williams was offered the role of the Joker when Jack wow. Nicholson hesitated he had even accepted the role when producers approached Nicholson again and told him Williams would take the part if he didn't. Uh, Nicholson took the role, and Williams was released. Williams was pissed off about that, so uh, he was he was pissed off because he was used as bait. And so wow. Williams actually was supposed to come back. They wanted him to come back and play the Riddler in Batman Forever. Wow! But he was so mad at Warner Brothers because they basically used him to get Nicholson that he was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing that movie. I'm not going to be part of that franchise."
1: I love Robin Williams, but. I think if he was the Joker, he would, might have taken it a little too far. You know, he's sometimes he gets a little over the top. And for sure, I don't think he would have played the role of Jack Napier as well as Jack Nicholson did. Like that scene we're going to talk about in, with the mirror scene when we were intro- introduced to Jack Napier. Yeah. I don't think Robin Williams would have executed it as well as Jack Nicholson did. That that. That smugness. Yeah. And then the Riddler side, I mean, I love Jim Carrey. That would have been interesting, but I'm not recasting Jim Carrey as the Riddler.
0: No, I'm I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. If Jim Carrey wanted to play every role in this movie, (laughs) I would allow that. Um, I'm sure people that listen to this might have some different takes on Robin Williams than you did, because I know Robin Williams has he has a um, a decent portfolio when it comes to drama stuff. Oh, and I then, love
1: that one he I, did with Al Pacino. Um, what is it? The one where um, Insomnia, where he plays like that serial killer. That's yeah. Pretty, he, he has
0: he has depth. Yeah, he does. I would I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded. Um, a couple other fun facts, really fast. Let me see if I can just jump in here really quick. I'll throw them out there as quick as I can before we can actually talk about the actual movie itself it was al pacino okay think about it yeah um let's see jack Nicholson received a percentage of the gross of the film and due to its massive box office take he took home around 60 million dollars when it's adjusted for inflation that would have been 143 Mm -hmm. million dollars he would have made off of batman
1: that's a great business business manager i don't know who who was responsible for that but he deserves it it's his movie
0: that is great so uh billy d williams which we're, we're gonna talk about billy d williams um He was expected to play Two-Face in Batman Forever, um, but Warner Brothers preferred uh, Tommy Lee Jones, so they released uh, Billy Dee. Uh, But he would later come back and voice Two-Face in the Lego Batman movie (laughs) with uh, Will Arnett. Um, Let's see, we already talked about the controversy of uh, Michael Keaton. They did talk about having Mel Gibson play... uh, Bruce Wayne, but he was already committed to Lethal Weapon 2. And Sylvester Stallone, here, I think uh, you might have found this one. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone said this movie basically ruined muscle bound action stars in the 80s. Now you got an action movie that proves that you don't have to go to the gym. And work out, you can basically put on the foam, you can put on the muscle suit and make yourself look muscular.
1: I asked Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Yeah. You know, even fast forwarded to, you know, um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need to have, you know, muscles, Chuck Norris, you know, Sylvester Stallone, those guys in the 80s that made awesome movies, though. Right. You don't need those guys anymore. Right. You can get Mr. Mom to be a superhero. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's it for um the top talking points. Let's go ahead. And let's uh let's listen to the trailer. Oh, let's yeah. talk about the trailer real fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have given a name to my pain. What are
1: you? I'm Batman.
0: Ah! How did he get those wonderful toys? My life is really Ah! complex. Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. (laughs) all right awesome now that's a trailer right there so it's interesting about this trailer not a lot of music no um and then also that you didn't have that typical 80s 90s voiceover guy
1: don lafontaine that's name that's the guy and and i needed that one man yeah line that he does so I could, well
0: if that if, missing if that trailer exists i couldn't find it so no. i don't think they did release that but i do know that they did do a, a trailer a teaser trailer like they sent it out as fast as possible um in the editing room and this might have been one of them that might be a reason why there's not a lot of music in it elfman yeah maybe danny elfman wasn't finished doing the music yet which is amazing which we'll talk about that um they did a fast cut of this to get it out there to kind of show everybody that, hey, Michael Keaton can play Batman. Don't worry. This Batman movie is going to be totally fine. Everybody relax. And it definitely did that. And I'll tell you right now, we see a lot of, movie, or see a lot of trailers that don't hold up to the movie. This holds up. like Oh, yeah. This, this bit, as far as like this, this trailer set the tone and then when you went and saw the movie, you got what you had hoped for. You didn't go and, like, they didn't show all the best parts in the trailer and then everything else was just filler. At least for me, I was like, yeah, this this rocks.
1: Yeah, even watching it today, it still makes you want to go run to go watch the movie again. Yeah. You know, so that definitely shows you how it's such a quality trailer.
0: Yeah, the opening credits in the movie when you see oh. all like the flying like the flying um, you know text and everything like that, but but the Batman music the first time you hear that really sets the tone for the entire movie. And Elfman did such a fabulous job throughout this entire film. Um, it's basically, it's between him and Prince, as far as, like, all the music that you hear throughout it. It's It sets the tone. It's so good. That Batman stuff that he put together,
1: yeah. it, it's not only epic through this movie, but... it. it Thirty years later, it, you still see it peppered in yeah. in certain in other yeah. m- Batman media, yeah. and you just hear it. And it you you instantly know we're talking about Batman. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Yeah, no, he 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 definitely has. Um, he created a theme that that definitely stands the test of time, yeah. and I guarantee you they're going to keep going. They'll keep revisiting it. They may manipulate it and yeah. change things out, but as far as like the tone that he set, it's going to be used a lot. So um the movie starts off like this movie starts off it's kind of like a um um paradox like what would would be the right word to say here it's kind of starts off with like kind of like you see like this this uh um father and mother with this kid could leave a theater and it's supposed supposed to it's almost going to show you it's i think they call that a red herring that a red herring?
1: Yeah, I think that's, uh, that, uh, we could look it up again, but I think that's what they call a red herring because you know, you know, even before anything, Batman's origin story is his parents get killed, you know.
0: I, see, here's the thing, though. In like, the comics, I, I, I didn't. I oh. didn't yet, so, like. And yeah, red herring. Is it red herring? Okay.
1: Here's the definition. Something, especially a clue, that
0: is or is intended to be misleading or distracting. All right. So the movie starts off with a a red herring, right? So it starts off with a a couple and their kid leaving, I think they're leaving a movie theater. Yeah. And they're basically, they go down the wrong alley, kind of like making wrong
1: decisions. Yeah.
0: And then (laughs) you don't realize that it's a red herring, or at least for me, I didn't realize it because I hadn't seen the movie yet. And I also didn't know the backstory of Bruce Wayne. So I didn't understand that his parents get killed in the alleyway and stuff like that, like you've seen now a bunch of times in film and then in TV shows and stuff like that. So the opening scene starts off with, you know...
1: You think it's an origin story. This is where it's starting. Yeah, but this it's, how it's, it becomes it's not, Batman. His,
0: it's not his origin story. These, no, these, yeah. This couple gets mugged. These little crack guys, they take the they take what they got, the jewelry, the money, whatever, and they go up and they start hanging out on the top the of the building. The tweakers, right? And so this, bring, this that whole scene brings me up to the, to, the, to the first scene that I think is most memorable. And we already heard it. Like, we listened to it in the beginning of the podcast. It's basically when Batman comes down, you see Batman in his costume for the first time. He beats the crap out of these guys. Basically, I think he crush the guy's Ugh. chest when he kicked him through the wall but he does that famous line I'm Batman yeah. like, who are you I'm Batman and that was as far as I know that was ad-lib that wasn't actually part of the script I think Michael Keaton did a bunch of different takes saying a, a bunch of different things and then at some, at some point I think he just said I'm Batman and Tim Burton goes Let's that's the one. You now, see? I read that somewhere. I'm not 100% sure if that's We're gonna true. We're going to give not. him credit for it, especially after everybody him. didn't want him to be Batman. Let's yeah. give him some credit yeah. here. Yeah, I think he sets the, the movie's already like with the credits, the opening scene of the, uh, the the couple getting mugged with the kid and then all of a sudden Batman comes in, kicks the crap out of these guys and then, you know, says the line on Batman, the movie the tone is set. Yeah. The, every single thing else after that is, you know, should be icing. So, next scene I want to talk about um uh the Joker sees himself in the mirror for the first time, right? And I this is the we talked we talked about this for a second. If Robin Williams was to play this character, yeah. would, it have, would it have been this powerful? So to set up the scene really fast, and we're going to listen to it before this even happens. Uh, you know, Jack Napier he goes to this chemical plant with his with his goons to try to you know try get to
1: get documents and get rid of some documents. Because Harvey Dent was investigating the shell companies right. of Grissom,
0: right? the right. mob boss. Right. And then Grissom sends Jack Napier to this chemical plant and basically sets him up because yeah. Grissom finds out that Napier is sleeping with Alicia.
1: His girlfriend. Grissom's girlfriend. Yeah.
0: So basically he sets him up to get killed by, um, what's this guy's name? Eckhart. 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 The dirty,
1: crooked cop.
0: Dirty, crooked, <laughs> like that guy, he's just dirty looking, dirty sounding, and he's just a dirty cop. So... Napier's there to do all the stuff with his guys. The cops show up, but then Batman shows up. And Batman gets put in the... Like They have their confrontation. Um, Somehow, during the confrontation, a bullet ricochets off of... Batman's wrist yeah. goes through Napier's cheeks, yep. so I think this is how we get the, the, the smiling. Smile, yeah. I always thought it was the chemical plant, but that's something I didn't notice after going back and rewatching this and taking notes. I didn't realize that a bullet went through both. Of his yeah, cheeks. they even
1: show you, yeah. a, you know, some scarring right, while he's dangling.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah it, it's <laughs> gruesome. But anyway, so and then he um, he gets dropped into the to the acid or to the chemical plant. We're going to call it acid for right now. So anyways, fast forward to this scene. So now he has somehow gotten out of the acid, the chemicals. A doctor is taking care of him, and he's taking off the bandages of his face, and, you, and you see, he sees his face for the first time. So let's go ahead and let's listen to this really quick.
1: Understand that the nerves were completely severed, Mr. Napier.
0: <laughs> you see what I have to work with here. <laughs> Oh, really? Is the doctor German? <laughs> I don't
1: know. Is he some? I don't know. Is he like some ex-Nazi? Yeah. some sort of surgeon here. The uh, it's interesting why they chose that accent of all things. Like yeah, and if if when you watch it, it's like the dirtiest basement well yeah. you can think of for 1989 and you look
0: at the tools it's like where did you find these did you did you dig them out of the dirt first <laughs> were they actually from World War II that you brought them over yeah
1: it, it's horrible and you know to reference back it, it's not that I don't think Robin Williams could have executed this scene this isn't the mirror scene I'm referring to it's the one where we first are introduced to Jack Napier and he's oh. with Alicia and she like touches him and he, she gives him the, that look
0: so, so that's under one of my greatest lines so the way yeah. you're talking about right now uh, I have that written down let me see that's that's one of my greatest lines let me see uh alicia says to jack while he's fixing himself in the yeah, mirror that's the scene you look fine and he replies with i didn't ask <laughs> yeah and then after looks at her looks at her hand just to let her know don't touch don't me." don't touch me yeah, get, your, get your hand <laughs> off me don't touch me
1: yeah, yeah i don't think robbie williams could have executed that one that well
0: I might be with you on that because there's something that—there's some charismatic there, something yeah. charismatic about um, Nicholson right there that I don't think That's that— That's cool. Yeah, I don't think Robin Williams pulls it off. So yeah. I don't think Mork does it back then. <laughs> <laughs> but this
1: scene where,
0: where he smashes the,
1: the, 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 the mirror and he, yeah, he starts it, that, that Joker laugh that now is synonymous with yeah. the Joker, right? Yeah,
0: and you hear that laugh. Yeah. That's the first time you hear that laugh in the movie. And it definitely it's now we're setting another tone as far as like this dude's going to be nuts throughout the entire thing. And he definitely sets a tone for craziness that I think is overlooked a lot now. Yeah. That going back and rewatching this movie. It's it's so good. It's so powerful. But we're going to talk about the branding of this character right after this scene. So Joker's already gone to the other mob boss guys, right? Yeah. And he's basically... He's he's he, killed Grissom already. He's already killed... He, or, yeah, he already went and killed Grissom. Then he meets with the mob boss guys and basically said he's taken over. Yeah. Like, Grissom, Grissom's gone out of town. I'm taking over all of his stuff, and they don't believe him. But he doesn't have his makeup on. Like, he doesn't look like the, the Joker white clown yet. He put, yeah. like, some cover girl... Skin makeup on, yeah. so he's no one knows that he that he's that he's got that Joker look yet, except for that weird smile he's got going on. Yeah, basically none of them are going to listen to him. One guy says, "I'm not going to do this." And he gives him an out. He says, he gives okay, out. You that's can take, okay. just let's shake hands, let's part ways. Then he with his buzzer hand he fries, fries him. And him. so then the dude's like charcoal, he's sitting at the end of the table. Then his guys come in. And so keep in mind, I feel like this is like the same night, or maybe the night after he, yeah. just, he looked at himself in the mirror and he's looked all jacked up and he's killed It's uh, within a couple of days. It's a, and he's Tops. killed and he's killed Grissom. So these guys come in with some pretty pretty good looking joker jackets yeah they're already now
1: fully rebranded because yeah, remember yeah. under grissom's regime they yeah. were all you know your typical mob suits yeah, yeah. now they're like in leather jackets yeah. purple leather jacket with his joker face on it yeah he, joker is in all purple you know that typical joker um outfit yeah and it, it, the, like an overnight rebranding that yeah, it, that we're I, gonna see that's peppered across the movie yeah, at this it, point.
0: It's like it's like him and Bob had a meeting. Like oh he, yeah, it's like after he saw himself with the mirror, he went over to Bob's house. Yep. And him and Bob <laughs> sat down. and They got some drawing board. They got like they 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 brought some sketch paper out and stuff like that and started like you know. Look, look, this is what I need coming up with a logo, jacket design. <laughs> yeah. You know, and
1: I need to find an electric
0: buzzer. <laughs> yeah. I mean at this point, right? Like, Bob, you got to make this all happen
1: within like a day. <laughs> you know, and, gonna... and Bob's all for it. I. That's one of my favorite characters in the movie. He's like the. Best wingman right. in this movie. We'll, right. we'll talk about that later on. Right, but, right. but the guy becomes head of branding and executes flawlessly. Yeah, Bob. Bob is hen-
0: is the number one henchman of all time. Let's yeah. just say that. Oh, all you right. know
1: what? That's a good take.
0: It is. Yeah. <laughs> so let's. We're gonna. So this scene. We're set up the scene. So we, that that has happened. Meanwhile, uh, Vicky and Bruce have finally got. They got together. They slept together. And then, but he says he's going out of town. She didn't believe him. So she starts falling. She starts stalking the guy throughout town. Yeah. Um, so is Bob. Bob is also stalking Knox. Yeah, every so I don't know. Party. I don't yeah. know how Bob's getting away with all this branding stuff because he's still got to go on and like do some do a full like recon Magnum PI stuff. He's happening. doing full recon at yeah. this point. So anyway, so Vicky Vale follows uh, Bruce Wayne into this alleyway where he drops some roses, which we find out the meaning for that later. And then he comes somehow. He just wanders into this uh, press conference. Yeah, like that, a city
1: hall or something. Just yeah. coming right out or
0: yeah. So the courthouse, porth- yeah, right? So he wanders into this press conference. That rec- how do you say this guy's name? Recurio? Recorso, Yeah, Recorso or something like that. Yeah, so he's a mob boss person who's basically said... He was in that meeting. Yeah, he was in the meeting, and he kind of gave Joker the finger, and he's basically saying he's taken over uh, Grissom's businesses. So let's go ahead. Let's listen to this. (laughs) I smell fresh ink, guys. Now, you can prove all this. What am I asking? Of course you can.
1: We have witnesses. Grissom's signature is perfectly legitimate.
0: It is legitimate.
1: I saw it. I was there. I saw it all.
0: He reached up with his dead hand and signed it in his own blood. And he did it with this pen.
1: Hello, Vinny. It's your Uncle Bingo. Time to pay the check.
0: The pen is truly mightier than
1: the sword.
0: So, yeah. So... Let's go back to branding really fast. So not only do we have jackets, but we also found a bunch of we have mimes. Yeah, so we went to mime school really, really fast. So this scene, so in this scene, while the mob boss guy is giving his um, press conference, letting everybody know he's taking over Grissom's businesses, these mimes start showing up, and you know doing a bunch of weird stuff. And one of the mimes is the Joker. And so this is the first time that now the Joker's introduced himself, yeah. you know, to the world that he's here. And so he comes up, he takes his pen, he throws it in the guy's neck. And then Bruce Wayne looks at him like, this dude looks familiar. Yeah. Like he sees a ghost. He sees a ghost. And he figures out that Napier's still alive. Yeah. And so things are afoot from then on. So anyway, so. Great I've, scene, though. I love that scene. And it's just, it's so wacky, but yet so brutal at the same time. And Yeah, you didn't see all that coming the first time you watched it. No. You know, because he just had a
1: meeting with all these guys. And you didn't think he was going to take a pet, that feather pen and just like. Right shove it down the guy's jugular it was the craziest thing yeah I, I, I love that scene It's why it's one of my favorite scenes of course so now Bob was doing recon at the last scene taking pictures right and you, 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 you see now Joker's at his hideout whatever he's, he's doing some Clip art. I don't know what he was doing. He's clipping pictures and things. And actually, there's a great scene in there where you see a table and they hover over it really quickly and you notice like a CIA file yeah. and that's of the, nerve gas. Right.
0: And that's the first time I noticed that as well. Yeah, seen, I
1: noticed that on the rewatch. It, you see a guy uh, yeah. a military guy like a, a soldier with like the joker smile on his face yeah it's like oh yeah. wow it's a bunch of it's Foreshadowing a bunch of pictures, right there
0: yeah it's a bunch of pictures of people dead yeah from this nerve gas so it's i always thought that the joker made his laughing gas it turns out no, he just stole it from the cia
1: yeah so now when bob comes in to give his report you see you know vicky Vale and, and joker is immediately hooked right there on onto her right so now he, he's like i need to get a piece of this right here. I'm I'm infatuated (laughs) with that. Right. He sets up a a date uh, in the museum with her and she thinks it's Bruce Wayne setting up this date but obviously it's the Joker and a great scene. Joker comes into Prince music. The... Guys are on brand again. They're dancing now, you know. Like you didn't see that coming, right? These hard goons are dancing to Prince and no. just wrecking stuff in the museum. Yeah, painting smiley faces and yeah. breaking
0: stuff. So, it's so, awesome. So think about that though. And <laughs> I love like when you get older and you start thinking about these things. So that means that they had a they had a meeting. Yeah. Before they decided <laughs> to, to storm the museum, and then I I can just visualize it. Like Joker and Bob had a conversation first yep. about what he wanted to happen. And then Bob kind of goes in and talks to the rest of his minions yeah. and basically tells him, okay, guys, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go into this museum. Okay. You're going to be the painting guy. What I want you to do is like when you see every painting you see, I want you to go and I want you to write a smiley face. And you got your knife. I want you to cut that up over there. Um, and then also- Has a guy come in with a boom box? Really fast. Does anybody have a boom box? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> like <laughs> Gerald, you got a boom box? Make sure you bring that. The Prince just released a new track. new we're gonna track. Be, we're going to be dancing in.
1: We're dancing into that. We're dancing in. We're not yeah. walking in. We're dancing yeah. in. You know? So that's, it, it sets up- Also, you know,
0: meanwhile, make do who, do we, are we done painting the cars? Make yeah. sure Make sure everybody's got the cars oh, We're going to talk, talk about that when we get outside that.
1: So now that, that leads us into Joker finally getting face to face with Vicki Vale. Right. And, and there's a lot going on in there. You know, you first, this is the first time you see the Joker branded gas mask because he, right. he gasses everybody in the museum. Pretty, right. not, pretty much, I'm assuming all those people are dead. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah they're dead.
1: Okay. They're so dead. he gives her a gas mask in a gift, and you see it's like that orange and purple again. Right on brand. brand yep. And, and I think you're about to play that scene where, you know, yeah. the, he's, he tries to, I guess he's trying to change her
0: with the acid like he changed Alicia. Yeah, because then you, the first time you've seen Alicia since yes, he became since the Joker and he like melted her face with yeah, that with same acid. acid. Yeah. yeah, so he's trying to kind of do the
1: same thing. He thinks so it's he's hard. obviously he's a yeah. sick dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he he's
0: like these are pretty women that he's trying
1: to like really change with yeah. acid. All right, let's listen. I don't know anything about Batman really? Well, how about a little you and me? Hmm? You're insane. I thought I was a Pisces. Come on, let's make up. Have a little whiff of my (inaudible) palsy. (inaudible) I'm (inaudible) melting! (inaudible) I'm (inaudible) melting! great scene huh did you notice the branding he had like a purple painter's hat on yeah like where do you get you got all this
0: stuff like literally within days unbelievable bob the brander man bob the brander so good so good yeah so i mean that scene's great it shows how nutty the joker is you know throughout as far as like when his reactions when he actually sees um, Vicki Vale's portfolio, how he doesn't like any of the model stuff. But when yeah. you actually see like all the, the dead bodies and stuff like that at war, that's the stuff that he really gets into. You see what he did to, uh, to Alicia, um, just the way he acts. its, it's He's he, insane. He's insane. He does such a great job. Jack Nicholson does such a great job being insane in this movie. Yeah. I still think it's overlooked way too much compared to everybody else's stuff. Um, let's go. Let's kind of fast forward to our next scene. Bruce Wayne meeting the Joker yeah. over at Vicky Vale's place, but let's let's talk about the stuff that's happened in between there. So, so far you've seen the Joker. You know he released the chemical stuff, which has been happening throughout the movie. Um, so now people are dying when they mix chemicals yeah. as far as like hairspray and lipstick and stuff like that. And you get he's, the
1: crusty looking news reporters. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he's he's kind of broken the broken the case. So after the whole. After Vicky Vale gets uh, rescued by Batman in the museum from the Joker, there's this high-speed chase, which brings up, like, the Joker cars Are branding. all purple and green. And yeah. we're talking about, like, four or five of them. Yeah. So he had all his vehicles repainted yeah.
1: to match the branding. Yeah, somebody... I mean, he's all in on this Joker.
0: Yeah. He's, he's definitely going for it. Like, it's he's full in. It's the Joker. So, and Bob executes all this within, like, two days. Yeah. It's crazy. It's not even a week. Bob the Brander. Yeah. So, anyways, so... Uh, God, we should get him, like, a mug. We should get a mug that says number one one mob boss. Number one guy. It's got a picture of Bob. Number one (laughs) guy. So, anyway, so, yeah, so the car chase happens. Um... Batman gets out of the Batmobile, or so actually, you see the Batmobile for the first time yeah. in the movie. So that's pretty that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Scene. I, if there's any, if there's some things that don't hold the test of time, it might be the way the Batmobile is designed. Okay, but what the Batmobile can do, oh yeah, is still amazing. Um, I mean, guy jumps out of the car, says to this little uh, fob, yeah, shields, Alexa fob, cause... Alexa fob, shields, and then all of a sudden shields come over the the Batmobile. So that's that's a pretty nice little thing to have. You get to see Batman actually fight some goons, not some crack guys on yeah. the top of a. a of a building, building, you get to see some guys that look like you know they've solid been training. Solid fighting scenes solid too. Fight, like yeah, solid fighting scenes. Uh you see a dude with double swords. He kind of pulls like a Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost Ark move, where he's, yeah. the guy does all the sword moves and stuff like that. So instead of Harrison Ford pulling out the gun to just shooting the guy, the guy comes running at him. He just kicks him one time and knocks the guy out. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. He um, does some defensing though, beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah. He and, shows he he knows some martial arts yeah, in there. You, you can, can tell. See that, it. You yeah. can tell that there's a backstory like yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as, like, how yeah. he— Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Vicky Vale takes a picture of him somehow. Um, with the, when they lift the masks anyway, so he decides to abduct Vicky Vale. And I feel like this whole scene is almost like a, I feel like Batman just made a mistake because yeah. Batman already solved the, already cracked the case as far as like how people are dying from the Joker's chemical, you know, chemical, mixings, chemical yeah. mixings and stuff like that. He's got a, he's got a whole folder just sitting in the Batcave. So <laughs> if I think his plan was to actually give this folder to Vicky Vale or a reporter or a cop, I feel like he just forgot it because there's no reason to bring her back to the Batcave to give yeah. her, to just to like feel her up and then take, you could have knocked her out in the Batmobile
1: and taken the, the and, film
0: and take the film. Cause it's, it's, it's a huge journey. So now if you think about it, he takes Vicky Vale, he tra- takes her all the way to the Batcave, knocks her out, then he's got to put her back in the Batmobile, <laughs> bring try, her home, bring her home, or unless he has Alfred do it. So that way it doesn't look so suspicious. Uh, or maybe
1: Alfred was still trying to figure. Maybe Alfred was the one on the back computer figuring
0: out the chemical mess. Maybe, maybe. That's a stretch, though. It's a stretch, if, but <laughs> if he does actually have Alfred bring her home, and then now he's now he's dressed up as Bruce Wayne, so now it's not Batman sneaking up and dropping her off at her apartment. Then it kind of makes sense to bring her home first, so he can yeah. change and then do that. But if that wasn't happening, you know, it's it just seems like he didn't need to bring her to the bat to the bat. No, game. there was he, no reason. Should, really. You should have brought this information with you. Even, but he also didn't think he was going to have to abduct her. That she was going to take a picture of him and steal microfilm. Think about it. He should have already had. This information on, yeah,
1: because it. it's like to save people's lives at this point, right? Or you yeah. could have just sent it to the police, you could, or the media, you could have
0: direct. Yeah. Anyways, unnecessary, but still fun. All right, so. <laughs> anyway, so we're we're trying to set up this uh the we're trying to set up the meeting. Um, anyway, so so
1: so now he, he Bruce Wayne is going to apologize, and actually Alfred convinces him to tell her that he's Batman. That's right. So now he's going to go apologize for, you know, kind of ghosting her for about a week now, a couple yep. of days yep. from their first date where they actually slept together. you Smash. know. <laughs> yeah. He, he, Alfred's like, Just tell her so she can understand what you're kind of going through. So he goes there and he's fumbling trying to explain to her that, you know. Okay, so the fumble, so
0: check. there's another one of my favorite lines. And I don't think it holds up now, but it's awesome because this is how how awesome Bruce Wayne is because he knows he's a billionaire. He's got the huge mansion. He he, he showed off his big table to her during the dinner date and stuff like that. so he's trying to talk to her but she's so mad she's not letting him talk so Bruce says to uh, to Vicky he grabs her he kind of forces her to sit down and he says look you're a real nice girl I like you a lot but right now shut up that's I have something to that tell you that definitely would hold and up and she's like oh man this is dead serious like okay I guess I will shut up and then he's fumbling trying to tell her this stuff yeah. and now all of a sudden now she's not mad anymore now all of a sudden she's trying to like oh it's okay <laughs> it's okay you can tell me you can tell me so right when he's about to say I'm Batman the Joker not, comes a knock at the door and the Joker's there so anyways the so yeah. Joker comes in He's all mad because their date got ruined because Batman showed up. So anyways, so Joker finally sees Bruce. Bruce comes out, introduces himself, and then they have small words with each other. I want to play this clip because I love – this is when Beetlejuice shows up a little bit, (laughs) which I love. Beetlejuice kind of shows up, but then uh, something revealing comes up. That all of a sudden changes the way Bruce looks at the Joker again. So there's a big reveal. Yeah, yeah, so there's like he's already thought that he killed Napier, but Napier comes back as the Joker. So then another event's about to happen where now he's gonna look at the Joker in a totally different way. Yeah. So let's listen. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Wow. Made mistakes. And then he had a right now, now you wanna
1: get nuts! Come on! Let's get
0: tell me something my friend you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight what i always ask that of all my prey i just like the sound of it (laughs) never rub another man's rhubarb (laughs) such a good scene it is what is rhubarb I don't know, but maybe I want some. I'm not too sure. Anyways, that's such a good scene. Great line, great scene. Uh, you see a little bit of uh, Beetlejuice kind of pop out into Bruce Wayne a little bit, but he shows this his he shows his little craziness. But this leads you to the major reveal. This leads you to the major reveal. So we still don't know what the reveal is yet because yeah. we still haven't seen the flashback, but yeah. that whole line, uh, Ever Dance with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight, um, is used again. So then at fast forward to the movie, now we actually see Bruce Wayne's flashback and kind of how he the event that actually leads him to become Batman. And it yeah. kind of mirrors, you know, that beginning scene. That, that movie, opening scene. in mm-hmm. 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 the movie where you see uh, this uh, married couple with their kid kind of walk down an alley called, what's it, Crime Alley? Crime Alley. Crime Alley. It's nicknamed Crime Alley now. Nickname, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they walk down this alley and then they get mugged. And then you see the mom, you see the dad get killed by this guy. After the guy kills them... He points the gun at the kid, and then he says that same exact line. You ever yeah. dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? He was ready to blow him away. So he's ready to blow him away. He was about to kill him, and then this guy, you know, with the partner in crime for this character, you know, tells him to kind of, you know, come the on, let's go. Let's, go, let's go, let's go, Jack, let's go, yeah. let's go. So then you, then it's revealed. Now Bruce Wayne's figured out that this guy, who's Jack the napier. Napier, yeah. Jack Napier, he's the guy who killed his parents. So Ooh. now things have changed. Ooh. So this is where, like, the, the, every scene after this is now, I feel like it's, not, I guess, mentioned or talked about, and I feel like it should be because now Batman's just killing people. Oh, yeah. And we don't. And I never realized that as a kid. And, this and, is full and, vengeance and this mode. Is full, and the only time I actually remember Batman killing someone on purpose, questionable when he drops the Joker at the end of the movie, but then also, like, in Batman Returns, um, at least I'm talking about, like, the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher universe, or, like, when he takes the bomb and he puts it on the clown and Batman Returns, and then yeah. that guy clearly blows up. But then for the rest of the movie, Batman... Batman's kill count oh, is pretty impressive. Yeah. So it takes him now, like, we're going to fast forward a little bit. Uh, Vicki Vale, uh, Alfred brings her to the Batcave. She figures out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Um, the Joker interrupts a press conference with the mayor. The mayor is canceling this 200-year uh, uh, 200, 200 event uh, that Gotham's going to, you know, we're going to celebrate 200 years of Gotham, but the Joker kind of intercepts it and basically says, no, 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 we're still going to have a parade. Not only are we going to have a parade, I'm going to give away $200 million. And $20 then, million. Was oh, it 20 million? 20 million. Yeah, 200 sounds better. You had a little inflation there. Yeah, a little that's inflation. Much. So, 20 million dollars, but then also I'm challenging Batman to a one on one fight. Yeah. All right. So, Batman knows what's about to happen. Batman knows that uh, the Jokers were making this chemical stuff or anything like that. So, he decides now I'm going to go to the chemical plant slash hideout. Uh, hideout. Right, we're assuming that's his hideout. I'm assuming, yeah. And I'm going to go there and. I'm going to blow this place up regardless of who is there. And yeah. so I counted it. He take he he keep in mind he's not even in the Batmobile. He just sends the Batmobile because he knows he's Yeah, minigun out. Miniguns out. I don't think the minigun kills anybody. No, it just opens like, like yeah, uh, cuts a open wing, the door. W- but, w- but, cuts open yeah. the door. So the Batmobile goes into the building drops a bomb where you clearly see, like, 10 to 15, like, goons yeah, wh- kind of going up, shooting this uh, Batmobile. And then the whole place blows up. There's no way these guys got evacuated no. in time. It's just they're dead. They're gone. Batmobile comes out. Then you see that Batman wasn't in the Batmobile. And then the parade starts. Yeah. The parade starts. The Joker comes out listening to, you know—
1: Prince again. Prince
0: again. Great scene. One of my favorites oh, again. It's, it's, you know? it's, so, it's so good. Just
1: watching the goons dance yeah. is kind of so funny to me because yeah. they're you obviously they're being, they're, they're like, the actors are forcing themselves to kind of dance as yeah. hip as they can for 1989. But keep in mind, it's there's, classic, a, there's
0: another meeting behind the scenes though. So <laughs> another meeting. So we're guys, we're going to get on this float yeah. and we're going to be throwing money out. And I want you guys to be up there dancing, having a great time. Remember, oh, the boo. brand is what's going to sell oh, us. Yeah. So oh, we got to make goodness, sure that sky. we're on brand the entire time. (laughs) So there's a there's definitely a meeting that happens behind the scenes. So the parade's happening. They're throwing out money. They brought these giant floats, and the floats are actually releasing this toxin. Yeah. And that's it starts killing everybody. So Batman's now in the Batwing, which is freaking awesome. Batwings, but Batwing looks awesome. But let's let's just say that this thing's a piece of shit. And we're going to talk about why it's a piece of shit. So the Batwing comes in, takes all the balloons, takes them off, and this leads into one of my favorite other. Yeah, we're going to play this. We're going to play this team. Which leads into a really good scene because once again, we're going to see how crazy the Joker is. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. But let, let's play this scene. Let's play a scene. He stole my balloons! Why didn't somebody tell me that he had one of those things? Bob? Gun. Going to need a minute or two alone, boys. Without even like hesitating, kills After, Bob. You don't see
1: that coming at all. I didn't, right? I mean, Bob protected him earlier in the sh- in the movie yeah. when when that crooked cop, what is it, Eckhart, tries yeah. to pull a gun on, and Bob is like over his shoulder, ready yeah. with his gun. Yeah,
0: like he was the perfect. Number one guy, yeah, the, he was the Joker's number one fan. Yeah, he basically yeah, yeah. followed that guy wherever he went. And and perfect wing man. And you can't believe that he would shoot Bob. Like, I mean, you'd think he'd take the gun out, maybe shoot a different henchman that's like yeah. right next to him. One of the guys who can't dance that's on the float, but he shoots Bob. I understand
1: why he shot Bob because remember, he Bob was in charge of recon. Yeah, right. Bob and was it well, Bob? Bob dropped the ball and not knowing about the bat wing.
0: <laughs> Bob was in charge of everything. Was. Bob was in charge yeah. of recon, Bob was in charge branding. of branding, Bob yeah. was in charge of making sure that everybody like knew their place. His personal bodyguard. His personal bodyguard. Like, Bob was the number one henchman. We're yeah. making mugs. We got to make mugs. Yeah, I like that idea. We got to make the mugs. All right, so the rest of the movie kind of falls into place. The Batwing's coming back around again. So Batman or the Joker comes out kind of challenges Batman. Come on, you want to hit me? Let's go. Let's see. Oh, hit he me. tries. He tries. So he got <laughs> I, he's got to have the same targeting device as <laughs> Luke Skywalker did on the X-Wing when he's trying to blow up the uh the Death, Death Star, Star because <laughs> this thing can't hit shit. So he targets he targets the Joker and shoots Bullets, minigun, again, mini missiles, gun, missiles, everything. and it's killing all the henchmen around him. Yeah. The body count, it's, it's oh, going Batman's higher. Going he's, in. he's up to 30 now. He's up oh, to 30 easily. kills. Somehow can't kill the Joker. <laughs> Bob's last gift to, to the Joker. The Joker pulls out this handgun, this six shooter, that's Hand-catted. like Dirty Harry's gun on crack. Yeah. That just extends. like It's like the length. The barrel is like the length of his leg. Yeah. It takes because a one, rifle now. Yeah. One look at the Batwing, shoots it, and then knocks the Batwing out of the sky. Yeah. Batwing crashes. So this the, the most impressive or it looked like a very impressive vehicle that he had. Oh yeah. And it ended up being a piece of shit. The yeah, Batwing bullet. Batwing looked great but it did not work well at all. So anyway, so Batman's Batwing goes down, Vicky Vale goes to see if he's okay, Joker grabs Vicky Vale, walks Vicky Vale up to the you know the take, top of the church. You no, know, like, he calls in the radio first, and basically says, "Hey, pick me up with the helicopter on top of the church." You know, I'm bringing company, yeah. and then takes Vicky Vale and drags her ass all the way up this uh, this church uh, bell tower thing. It's it's a long. There's a lot of steps. Like yeah. if she had, they're in she, great
1: shape. Yeah. I know I couldn't do that. Yeah,
0: if she had, if she was, you know, if she had her watch on, those counting her steps, she definitely hit it for yeah. sure. And one of the shoes, her shoes fall off. So shoes <laughs> falls off. So anyway, and she still gets up there. <laughs> so they you make it all the way to the top. Finally, Batman. You know, he makes it all the way to the top. Yeah. And then what do we find there? this is one of my WTF oh. moments? There's three goons already three up there.
1: Three do, And three of his best Three are of his best there, goons, already best there. fighters. And yeah. you,
0: it makes you think, at some point they had a meeting, and he's like, this is going to be my getaway tower. This the fall I'm pretty back- sure Batman's going to be following me. During the entire parade, I need you guys to hang out on top of yeah, the bell where tower. Where did those guys come from? I don't know. They were up there playing cards or something like that. Anyway, so Batman gets up there knocks one dude out with one point. He killed... That guy's dead. I'm going to add him to the kill count. Oh, he yeah. hit that guy right in the nose. they went up to his brain. He's dead. <laughs> There's 61. Then another dude which oh, a really a dude, big dude was he then, that big he looked pretty big if you rewatch
1: it he looked like he was a like a, that's why he went right through the floor well batman, batman didn't even know the guy was there yeah, so yeah, he was I'm a big like, guy
0: yeah but that guy just went through the floor he's dead but then yeah. this other dude comes out oh he starts wailing on him yeah batman's not holding his own on that he, he's he, an angry dude he survives it he throws him down the bell tower thing but that dude's dead oh so 62 kills i'm gonna give batman 62 kills <laughs> in this movie for sure so anyways so now batman's defeated the three goons Vicky Vale's di- and that whole time Vicky Vale is dancing with the Joker while this yeah. entire fight's happening, which is pretty And he's
1: holding on to the gimmick gun that's gimmick now gun. smaller. It's small. Again, he, retracted. he he retracted. You actually see him retract it. Yeah. And
0: then he acts like he's gonna shoot himself and like now it's like a bang.
1: Yeah, bang another... Bang flag comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so... He loaded that properly. Bullet, then bang sign.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Vicky Vale sees the... Now Vicky Vale sees Batman. He's going to try to save her. She tries to seduce the Joker a little bit and it kind of looks like at the end of it is going to... Oh, that's
1: exactly what's happening. Yeah. She's she goes him, down.
0: Yeah, she's going down. And then Batman comes in and beats cry out the Joker. Yeah. You think he throws the Joker over. Kill count 63. No. <laughs> he, Joker's there. He falls to a different ledge, grabs Batman... Throws him and Vicky Bell over, so yeah. now they're hanging for their lives. He's celebrating a He's little celebrating. bit. He's celebrating. The helicopter finally shows up. Yeah. He gets on the helicopter ladder. Batman's got one more trick for him. By, by the way, the helicopter's on brand. You know what? You As soon as you
1: just said that, I, I had the picture in mind. He, get, yeah. he gets a helicopter. He used a lot of Grissom's money for this rebranding. Yes, Because like, it's all, like, within a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, so Batman shoots, like, this boomerang... It had like two ends. One wraps around the statue, yeah. a gargoyle. He, he shoots you know? a rope that, that, that grabs a gargoyle statue and then the, and then the, the Joker's leg. The, Joker's leg. Joker can't hold on. He falls down to his death. That's kill count 63 now. Yeah. So 63 kills for, for Batman. And then this is Bob's final branding. This move. really is. Uh, you tell the you the, tell the final brand move. You,
1: now I know when I was a kid, and the first time I saw this, I you you hear him laughing. I'm like, oh wait, he's still alive. And then I guess the commissioner comes, pulls out of his. Jacket pocket, a green like you know baggy with some device that's just laughing. Yeah. So think about this: he's falling to his death, and he's like, you know what? Let me turn on this laugh. This is my final laugh, <laughs> right? <laughs> <It's a> creepy <laughs> laugh. Yeah. So everybody thinks he's like. Even if you watch it, everybody's approaching him really cautiously because they still think he's alive, but it's really a gag box. I don't know where Bob found that one. Bob might have. Made I wonder that. if they sell those. I should look online. They probably online. do.
0: They, yeah, they have. Bob to. is also a seamstress.
1: <laughs> <He> <laughs> <sewed> that thing sewed <laughs> it right into
0: the jacket look, yep, pocket. Yep. It was it was crazy. Bob but mugs. Great scene still, we gotta get the Bob mugs. I mean, and then after that, you know, the city finds out that they love Batman. Yeah, Batman it, gives them as a reward, a way to signal him, the which is a bad signal, signal. Yeah, and then better the, than that little phone call, phone that red that phone he had in that statue. The, yeah, the red phone. Yeah, yeah, the red phone. A little bit better than. that. Yeah, but you know what? I mean. All in all, in my opinion, that it was it was it was a great movie throughout the entire thing. You know whether it still holds up, we'll talk about it in a second. But that's the movie. I mean, I yeah. know it, we ran through it as fast as we possibly could. We picked our scenes, um, but that's the movie. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and then let's talk about some other random hot takes and rankings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So, I mean, I'm going to start off. So the most random thing, at least for this movie, and I had to, I kind of was, I feel like I was searching a little bit, but the most random thing I felt in this movie was like Joker's fetish for art. Yeah, that's a good one. In the comic books, he might have like an art fetish. I mean, there might be something about it. Yeah, like I I've, never,
1: I yeah, totally missed that part. Yeah, if it, if if it, it was there, there, I never
0: saw it. Um, but that was probably one of the most random things for me. Another random thing, and I feel, I feel like we touched upon this a little bit, was the cosmetic Joker formula laughing gas thing like i guess you know gotham's having an issue with their cosmetics and it seemed to only affect the the newscasters (laughs) because they're the only ones that like looked really bad but everybody else still looked pretty good you know, they looked horrible. The newscasters looked all oily, or hair's all frizzy. They like had she, stuff growing on them, this, like molds yeah, and stuff. It was, but, it, but it only affected the newscasters. So it's either maybe—I mean, I'm just thinking, like, maybe because it's the newscasters' responsibility to get the— The fear of God into everybody. The fear of God in everybody. <laughs> everybody. So maybe that was actually a subconscious point on their part, where they're kind of like— we just have to look like hell so that way maybe we can save some lives and people stop using yeah. it.
1: Because that's the only thing that makes sense. But that's a that far point. reach. Yeah. That's a far reach for me. Yeah, that was definitely random. Uh, on my end, honestly, it was all the great Joker branded items. I'm talking about the buzz, the buzzer, um, the acid flower, the jackets, the yeah. cars, masks. The most random for me, obviously, was the laughing box. Like, Come on, dude! Like <laughs> you're die- you're about to die. You're falling down. You that know means, you're dying. That means he's turning it on. Yeah, he's turning it on. It's like, like, the weirdest thing. You know, so of course he turned it on before he died. That's the most random for me. Like how quickly he got all these cool branded items. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Well, that's because of Overnight. Bob. Yeah, that's because of Bob. Bob executed Bob on executed. the vision. <laughs> Bob executed on the vision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go with the hot takes now. Uh, My hot take, at least for this movie, is Nicholson and Keaton killed it. Uh, Nicholson has the edge mostly because of his character and, and and the dialogue for the character. Keaton seems to always be in the conversation when it comes to talking about like best Batman. Yeah, but I do feel like Nicholson's been kind of lost a little bit in the conversation, mostly because Heath Ledger yeah. and then and then obviously uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, both of them. Like, did Joaquin? Win yeah, you won, the, he won so, the best actor. Yeah, so you got so, uh, yeah Heath Ledger uh, best won supporting best supporting and, and then best yeah, actor, and that's that's. Pretty awesome. Yeah. But by no means does that mean that Jack Nicholson didn't give a great performance. And And he did. Yeah. And I'm not saying like his performance is better than any of their performances or vice versa. He just gave a different take that I thought was amazing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if this movie comes out today, obviously some things are changed as far as special effects and blah, blah, blah. But you, you take the same age, Michael Keaton, you take the same age, Jack Nicholson. Do you think Jack Nicholson gets nominated for an award? Because back then there wasn't a lot of actors in comic book movies
1: They were, comic book movies didn't get respect. They didn't. And I mean, it's
0: it's kind of almost a recent thing when they started getting respect. And it might've been actually from Heath Ledger because I think he was probably the first nominated actor. I could be wrong. Yeah, I feel like he's probably the first nominated actor
1: in an actual comic book. But definitely probably the first to win an Academy Award yeah. for something other than, like, visuals and special Yeah, I special think this actually won for visuals or
0: something. This yeah. might have actually won something for that. But, um, yeah, especially for actor, I think that's the first thing. So, But if you take Nicholson now and you throw him in there.
1: That's a really good question because he did such a good job. That's a great job. I mean, I think he might have at least gotten a nomination for a performance. Yeah, I
0: would think he gets a nomination, especially I mean, now since they've added more— People can get a nomination, I yeah. believe. So yeah, yeah. now I think it would be easier for them. That's my hot take. I think they both stand out. This movie and these performances, I feel like, should be shared with other generations just because it's they're so good. Yeah,
1: they're so good. That's I mean, my take. For me, I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Not only did Jack and the Joker character steal the show in terms of the performance uh, of the movie, the movie to me should have been called The Joker. <laughs> it's really like his origin story. It's his character arc that's evolved. It's the first step in making the Joker what myself and many others consider the greatest fictional villain of all time, right? Before that, Joker wasn't what he is now. I mean, after 30 years and all the different iterations of Joker the character itself. Right. You know, all the previous Jokers were, you know, like comical. They weren't as serious or as insane right. as Jack. And the performance kind of put it to where everybody's going to use Jack's performance as a benchmark to try to either match or one up. And that to me is groundbreaking in in itself that you're, you're watching a movie, a superhero movie. And the villain is, it's kind of like the Vader thing where you're more intrigued with what's going on with the villain than the actual hero. Because probably Jack probably has more screen time than even Batman in the movie. It's like he has all the best one-liners, the best monologues. Most of the best scenes are his. Burton did a, a conscious... Thing on really emphasizing the Joker, uh, and I really appreciated that. That's one, one of the reasons I love this movie. I'm am a villain guy. I love villains. So
0: that's interesting. I I did not feel that I was more intrigued by the Joker in this movie. I also didn't feel like this was his origin story, especially since as far back as you see him. I mean, the farthest you see him, he's already still. He's like got to be in his mid twenties yeah. when he you see him in the flashback and he kills Bruce Wayne's yeah, yeah, parents. Yeah. But he was already evil. So yeah. I mean Jack Napier was already a bad guy. All he did was basically just got a little bit crazier falling into the to the acid yeah. and becoming the Joker. So I feel like to be his true origin story, you'd have to see how he became evil. You know what I mean? What? And oh. and that's kind of how I feel like it's not really an origin story. Yeah. It's might maybe like <laughs> but maybe a transformation story or something like that, what? but he was already he was already I mean look, if you're going to go out there and kill people regardless, that already makes you a nut job. Yeah. How you do it? That's just entirely up to you. So if he decides he, does, he wants to throw some branding behind it yeah. and get some jackets and some like fucking cars and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all that kind of stuff, then either way you're still killing a bunch of people regardless if your name is Jack Napier or your name is the Joker. So for me, I I didn't see that, but I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I, I totally get I it. See that,
1: yeah. yeah for, from my point of view, it's like it's really making it mainstream where this character Joker came from giving him a a real name giving him how did he become the joker oh well in in this story you know bullet through the cheek that bat that of what we were calling acid whatever chemicals random chemicals and and and, you know that enhanced his lunacy right so that that point of the origin is what's really important to me because it's like before there's obviously in the comics there's you know, different takes and things like that. But in terms of mainstream media, it was interesting. And then, you know, you fast forward now 30 years later and you get the Joaquin Phoenix version and it's a whole different kind of take on how he became the Joker in that story. So, so, and that's the the meaning I mean when I say it's his origin story. It gives us like a backstory to say, oh, that's Jack Napier. That's how he becomes the Joker. So that's where my approach is on that.
0: So here, here's a question for you, since let's just say he becomes the Joker and that just adds to his kill count a little bit. Because yeah. now he's like, all right, now I'm a little crazier, so I'm going to kill a little <laughs> bit more people. Here's a question. Who killed more people in this movie? <laughs> Batman or the Joker? You know. On screen. On screen, definitely Batman. I think Batman did. Yeah. I mean, at the power plant, he's
1: taking well, out the janitor, well, the, the, the chemical plant. He's right. taking out the janitor, anybody who was doing work late, any, you know, <laughs> everybody went out in that.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So you know about the people that died when they're, when they're getting reported on, like the two models. Obviously, the girl that dies on air. Yeah. And they I didn't think,
1: report anybody else on screen. We're saying on screen.
0: I think they come back and they say five more people died or something like that. and That's when, look, that's when they look yeah. like hell. Yeah. Um, but then also let's let's count the parade, the, the parade, the people that died in the parade. You know, that's a good. That's a good amount. Um, and then the people that died in the museum. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't
1: packed, but it was.
0: I was, mean, that was a le- That's at least. You know I said that's maybe at least 15, 20 yeah. I, think jo- I think Joker uh, probably passed him on that. It's close. Yeah. And I was wrong. I think I was actually saying 60 count in the actual. I think. Yeah. I think I really only counted like around 30, and somehow I just gave him an extra 30. <laughs> so at some point, I just like miscounted because if you count like maybe 15 here at the chemical plant and then 15 um, yeah. at the parade, and then you got the one, two, three.
1: Choker for up, up at the 10. end. So I
0: think it's a thirty four kill count, and that's yeah. just, that. We're just guesstimating. All right, let's move on. Uh, ranking. All right, so where I rank this movie. So I can. I'm looking at your notes. I'm looking at my notes. We are kind of on the same page, but it's it, some parts we're on the same page. Other parts we're not. So this movie, in my opinion, and I believe yours, is number one when it's compared to the same universe movies. When yeah. We're talking about the uh, Burton-Schumacher movies, which yeah. is— Same Alfred. Who that yeah, there. same Alfred, same same uh, Commissioner Gordon, yeah. but, you know, different Batman. So yeah. uh, Batman, Batman Returns. Batman Forever, and uh, Batman and Robin. So close number one, because I really do also like Batman Returns a lot, um, which this Great could Great performances in that. This could change. Once we actually, go, once we actually do Batman Returns, and I take uh, extensive notes like I did yeah. on this, that my, my opinion can change. But right now, I believe this one is, is the go-to as far as those four. Now, when it comes to the Christopher Nolan movies... I have those ahead. This is a far better movie for me than Batman Begins. Like really? far, It's a better villain. By far uh, a better villain, and I already think Michael Keaton's already a better Batman than Christian Bale. So that off the bat, and if you look at story wise, I now, mean
1: they now, had two now, villains in, in in Batman Begins. I mean, and both were pretty solid.
0: Were they solid? He, yeah. Why, they? What,
1: what was wrong with them? And then you know you have we're, a nice we're, reveal. We're, we're jumping. You know, for we're we're going to do that movie. I mean, we're, we're jumping mean, it. But I mean, we can yeah, we can we'll yeah, jump we'll into jump. that. But if I'm you, a Nolan. I'm a Nolan like.
0: Die okay. Hard. Let's let's just okay f- just for a second. Let's just say that those are both solid. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's The Joker, yeah. or um, I can't even remember the guy's name. Ooh, Liam Neeson? Not Liam Neeson. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Liam in a second. So. You Don't get what? Key Peel Peele on you yeah, here you know for Liam, Liam Neeson. If I had to pick Jack Nicholson's The Joker or Liam Neeson's Ra's al Ghul...
1: Okay, yeah. Who do you want in the movie? Uh, of course, his Joker is gonna always win out, and yeah, the as, performance as, by Jack is especially better.
0: The, especially the fighting scenes that they actually even had, which that's is kind not of a the, joke. That's not only the movie. Okay, so now, but now, but you're but you're throwing in villains. If you're saying if you're you saying like the those villains, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I also think the story is, in my opinion, this one's more compelling than Batman Begins. No, the now, way he tells the story is great, though. We'll agree to disagree. we'll obviously, we'll revisit these movies at some point, and then we got to watch. Them. And then uh, Dark Knight Returns. I still think this is a better movie than Dark Knight Returns because there's so many WTF moments in, in, like, we only, I only found, like, two or three in this movie. Oh, there's, I mean, the whole, all his gags overnight. But Bob's an amazing human being, (laughs) so we're going to give him Bob. I'm talking, like, but throughout the movie, like, we talked about the henchman on top of the bell tower and all those little things. But we're talking, like, in The Dark Knight Rises, you tell me Batman spent the time to write his symbol on the bridge before he lit it on fire? (laughs) Like come, on, that's that's whole, but that's marketing. marketing is
1: important. Yeah, that's let everybody he know. He doesn't he's back. have
0: a bob, in Alfred ain't e making that climb, dude. So he's got nobody in his corner. <laughs> well, now there's
1: technology. Now. You know, maybe he hasn't. moving a, on. So it,
0: the only one, the only ones. Lucius that I've,
1: Fox did it. That's who did it.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I could see Morgan Freeman climbing that thing. <laughs> he got a rope, he got a bot to do that. <laughs> Danny in a crane. I can't, I can't even do it. So now then, now we're talking about uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to the characters in this one. I do love the story of the Dark Knight because it's almost like there is no story. It's just basically complete chaos. Yeah, and I,
1: he's a harbinger of chaos. Yeah, and I and I
0: love that. I love there's there's no origin for the Joker in that movie. He yeah. just basically goes. No one can figure who he is. There's there's great. There's, and I love that Phenomenal. part about it. But if we're comparing Jack Nicholson versus Heath Ledger as far as Joker, I'm just gonna give him a push for right now because they both give amazing performances. They both play in I want to it. Yeah, in different universes. I feel like I be they, I'm sure if we went head to head, there'd be a winner. But for right now, I'm giving it a wash. I already think I already like Keaton better than Christian Bale, so I'm going to give that Batman a little bit of an edge. But as far as everything else, how about
1: Billy D. Williams Toothpaste versus Aaron Aaron
0: Eckhart? Oh my god, I would have loved (laughs) to see it. But I like Eckhart though. I know it was so, good. But, but I would and, and that's where it'd be like okay I feel like Dark Knight would probably beat out this Batman maybe for me but once I yeah. revisit it I don't know I will say I did rewatch it after seeing this new Batman cause oh man
1: oh that's a whole nother thing
0: And it has it's points the but, fight the yeah. like it's really the choreographing in, that, in those movies are just so piss poor on it's, which one on Nolan's all of Nolan's yeah, yeah all it, three of them they're really bad so that's my opinion
1: I'm gonna get you to come over to my side we'll see <laughs> Let's jump into awards.
0: Awards. Uh best wingman. Bob for sure. Bob, Bob is the wins best that one. Bob is the best henchman, wingman, oh. uh stager, uh choreographer. Brand like, uh, you know, there, there manager, is, everything. We just I just gave Okay, there you go. You wanna know what happens? Okay. This movie has the edge over the Dark Knight because <laughs> the Dark Knight doesn't have a Bob. All right. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. There is no one. There like is that, no guys. Bob no, in the Dark Knight. And, he is the glue that holds the Joker. Because if there's no Bob... Oh, I none really, of this
1: stuff is executed. I don't
0: feel like Joker's got anybody none in this, this corner. Yeah. I don't think that anything's happening. Yeah. They're all coming out mismatched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Their hair's all raggedy. One guy didn't get the memo. Comes in a suit. You, you know what I mean? Sews up in a suit. Like, dude, we're not doing suits no more. We're in leather jackets. Doing? I didn't, no one told me this. Yeah. He was on vacation or something. Bob,
0: <laughs> Bob hand-delivered every single person's itinerary yeah. <laughs> before like, they went out. No more suits. We're yeah. doing leather jackets. It's 80. <laughs> yeah, so Bob is the unsung hero. And he of beats this out movie. Alfred
1: in this because Alfred one hundred percent. He fumbled that scene yeah. with Vicky Vale coming down, and yeah. it's like, oh, have a nice trip. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Like, dude, that's like bro code, like
0: rules right there. How do he you... and he knows it's... Alfred and his bro. Alfred's his dad.
1: Oh, that's right. I didn't think about
0: that. But still, my dad would be covering for me,
1: <laughs> and I'd be covering for my kid. <laughs> exactly right. Like, of oh, oh, of course, we'll let but you know but it's not back. like he's
0: covering him because he's got another date. Alfred should know that this yeah, is a very, anniversary. This is the anniversary of with your the death. Yeah, like come pretty, on, big, come on, you're part of the family, Alfred. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get buried back on Wayne Manor like everybody else. Okay, <laughs> so you should know when it comes. I to can't that believe he he fumbled that right there. Yeah,
1: after he gave him the great assist the night before to get him, you know, yeah. Vicky with whatever stupid stories he was telling <laughs> after they were eating the soup i mean come i still on.
0: that whole scene that's like bruce wayne's go-to like, oh yeah get a no date, pressure put her into the giant dining room yeah. make her feel like she's isolated and then make her feel like you're down to earth come on yeah. let's go hang out with the butler and then yeah the, the butler tells some good stories and then bam you got her right where you want her
1: and to think and think about it, it also if she's like i don't want to listen to this old dude you know she's not the one you know, he's using that to gauge her too. That's true. You know, sure. Like, oh, this is this. She's only out here for the money. Yeah. But she passed the Alfred test as well. Yeah. I think of it from that point of view.
0: Yeah. That's what Alfred knew, like, great when, date idea. Once he gets Alfred's go ahead, that's when Alfred just leaves and just locks yeah. the door behind him. <laughs> 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 like, I have to say goodnight to everyone. Yeah. Doors locked. Then all of a sudden, the uh, Prince music comes on. <laughs> 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 all right. So that's my award. I think you're pretty. Yeah, good we're on the same. On the same. All right. Yep. Uh, final thoughts. Does this movie hold up? The big question. Dude, this movie holds up for sure. This oh, movie sure. Yeah. Uh, needs to be shared with every generation. Uh, my kids need to watch it. My kids, well, kids need here. to watch I it. Same here. I can't
1: wait until my kid is a little older yeah. to be able to watch this. He's into Batman now. Like, he's watching Good. Bat Wheels on HBO Max. Yeah. And, like, he's all, it, like, the Good. last, over the summer, it's been all Batman. So, uh, I can't wait to share this with him.
0: Good. And then, you know, what's great is, at least for him, as he's getting older and with uh, James Gunn kind of taking over the DC Universe. Yeah. Hopefully, that universe is going to, like, grow with him. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. he's going to see something that's, you know, hopefully just as special as what the MCU has become. And that'd be pretty nice for some DC fans to th- actually th- get That's into. one thing
1: this character uh, again, brings a lot of joy to a lot of different generations. Because, like, when I was younger, I enjoyed re-watching those Adam West Campy Things with My Little Brother. You know what I mean? And I enjoyed those. I enjoyed this movie. I loved the animated series. Mm -hmm. Nolan knocked it out of the park. For me, of course, and you know, I, my son was watching the Lego Batman movie the other day, and I ne- I never saw it, and uh, I'm good. watching it. And I'm like, oh, this is this is really good.
0: They're not even gonna ma- they're not making a sequel to it. Uh, but it's really good. It and I good. was like,
1: like everything yeah. Batman touches, I mean, I think obviously Warner Brothers makes sure that you know. People know it's like this is this is their crown jewel. You got to really take care of it. I, I thought the last Batman was entertaining. It had a lot of issues. We'll bring that up when we when we do an episode on that. But Batman, it wasn't horrible.
0: Right. But Batman's the crown jewel yeah. really because of Tim Burton.
1: Oh, and, and yeah. Tim Burton's, bringing vi- it up, Tim Burton's yeah.
0: vision is what made it the crown jewel because there was— It was it was Superman. It was really Superman was the face of the the DC universe or DC Comics. I mean, but but the problem with Superman is Superman is not relatable for everybody. Yeah. Um, In the comic books, Batman was relatable because you know, like the average Joe Schmo could be a Batman. The average Joe Schmo can't be a Superman. But Tim Burton, well, not
1: the average show. You know. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, gotta well, be a that, billionaire that, That's personal. Lex Luthor. That's, that's <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, but, but Tim Burton took that universe and like put yeah. it on the big screen and, People gravitated to it because the way it looked, the way the performances, the actors, yeah. and he put that whole thing together. They, Warner Brothers tried to carry that on even without Burton. Like, there's conversations about the third movie, why he didn't do the third movie when we when I'm sure we're gonna do the third movie at some point. I didn't on this mind. Podcast. The th-
1: I didn't think the third movie was as bad as some people say it was. It was I, I enjoyed it's, it. It's, Loved the video game too. Yeah, it by was. The
0: way. Yeah, it wasn't as it's 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 the third best out of those four for yeah. sure um there but there's still some moments you know that it you could just feel that because of the the, the new backlash, direction well yeah because of the new direction but, but also because some of the backlash because he kept making this movie was dark uh batman returns was even darker yeah so warner brothers didn't want to go that dark so then that they wanted to pull back and that's when he left the franchise yeah michael keaton's like he saw the script he's out so now it's like we're going like that's for a different conversation yeah. but i just feel like he started that universe and and Warner Brothers saw the money coming in oh, and just yeah. and kept running with it until it was killed in Batman and Robin Ugh. and then they waited for the right time to you know we rebrand said it, it yeah. reset it Christopher Nolan was the perfect person to do it at that time and he gave you know pro- one arguably one of the best trilogies yeah. in cinema yeah um even though he got a curveball with Heath Ledger dying but still yeah it's still it's still up there
1: Oh for sure, for sure.
0: And you know, they're trying to copy it again right now.
1: Ben did a good job on his in in his version with in the Zack Snyder universe and you know, Pattinson wasn't horrible.
0: So check this out. So, here's a little take on Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's actually going to play Batman more than anybody else has played Batman. Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Suicide Squad. He's, he's in Batman. He's in Suicide Squad. He's in Justice League. He's going to be showing up in the Flash movie. He's in the new Aquaman movie. Oh wow,
1: that's five already. That's already five. Wow. So even though they're little cameos, but still little
0: cameos. But he's still in five movies playing Batman. Wow. And if you want to count the redo of Justice League. Oh yeah, I which mean, is way better. It is way better. <laughs> but then, and then rumor, the rumor is, and you know, obviously we're this, you know, James Gunn will bring him back. In might there. be bringing him back. So who knows.
1: Oh, An older, I think they should just reset the whole universe and start
0: go over. I want to see where it goes. All right. So, my take for sure holds up. Generations need to Same see. Same here. Holds it. Most, up. Important, most important character of this entire thing is Bob. Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. I love that guy. Definitely holds up for me, too. I mean, this is a, yeah. a movie that 30 years later, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm 30 years older. I enjoyed it. And I'll enjoy it 30 years from now with my grandkids. <laughs>
0: Good. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, this episode of Still Holds Up, uh, Batman 1989. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Still Holds Up, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to the Still Holds Up podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash up. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rot your brain media.